welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins, and everything in between. I'm Benedicta, and I am feeling sore. And I'm Benedict. Today is September 19th. This is episode number 189, and I'm feeling determined. Determined? Why are you <laughs> I just did five writing lessons in one weekend and then i went to ballet class yesterday um Ooh. but i don't think that was i don't think the ballet class is, <laughs> is the uh, the culprit of this it's the uh, five writing lessons but luckily for me i have learned since i fell off in february to um be very mindful of how tired i am on the sunday and just not push it so I did very good on because I have gotten stronger. I've been doing strength. So on Saturday, I got to do field jumping. I did um, three in a row or three obstacles in a row at the most. And then on Sunday, I just did like one jump and I realized my balance was not there. And I was like, yes, no more. <laughs> and uh, I'm very proud of that instead of pushing because then I could have fallen off again like I did that in February because that was what happened. Um, but it's just so much fun and you learn so much. But the fifth lesson or maybe by the four and a half lesson, I there's I have nothing left. And yeah, I still I have nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a while to recover, I guess. <laughs> Takes a while to recover. Absolutely. But at least no concussion this time. So that's good. Yes, no concussion. Because I've still, I mean, that's hung around longer than I liked. I can still notice that I have issues being on a screen for too long. Mm. Which. To this could, day. Yes. Which could be oh, a no. blessing because then you get off, yeah. but also. Some days I just I just want to get a lot of done. I'm, you know, I'm that that kind of person who likes to just work nothing one day and then like a lot the next day. But that is not working because I have like a cap on how many mm. hours I feel like I can, or my brain can handle watching a, watching a screen. So yeah, do not fall off horses after 40 not, people it's like it's not, not recommended, recommended. <laughs> not recommended probably but even why? before 40 it's not recommended uh but uh it doesn't help i guess <laughs> um but i'm happy i still can do it and i'm happy that i've finally learned to just be like i don't have to impress anyone i'll just like listen to my body and do what i can do and that's part of this whole journey of slow and steady and just keep on going and not just like rushing and doing too much and then do nothing. I still have trouble with it, but I'm getting better. But why are you so determined, Benedict? I am very determined because, um, yes, yeah, stuff's going well, um, at least on the product side of things. Um, we're currently in the process of migrating to a new email service provider. It's funny, like we're an email service provider of sorts, but uh, our underlying sending infrastructure is moving from one provider to a new one. Um, and I'm super excited about it because uh, we had some delivery issues with like the previous provider, which isn't necessarily the provider's fault, but the way we were using them. Um, basically, we use their shared IP pool a lot um, where a lot of other people are sending other stuff as well and not all of it is good mm -hmm. and now with this new provider 
Um, for one, I feel like they're a little bit more like, I don't know, like uh, niche is maybe not the right term, but like getting set up with them is a lot more effort than uh, uh, that other provider uh, we were mm. using before. And we're also getting our own set of uh, dedicated IP addresses and they manage them for us. And overall, yeah, like the platform's really cool, um, suits our needs pretty well. And um, the <laughs> like, it's already in an oppressive shape and form, but their roadmap is super exciting in, in what mm. they are providing in the future or planning to build. That's more catering to the stuff we need as like an email marketing automation tool um, on top of something else. And uh, that's very exciting. Um, and we started migrating the first couple of uh, accounts over uh, last week and i'm determined to do a lot more this week <laughs> um, um so uh yeah i'm i'm also using this opportunity to improve a little bit uh how we implement the connections to those providers in theory we can switch between them almost transparently um and yeah i'm reworking that a little bit so code is a little bit cleaner i made some decisions four or five years ago when I first built this that I don't fully understand anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. And also I guess some of my assumptions were wrong back then. For example, I think one of the assumptions I built into this was that one account is always only set up on one of those providers, mm -hmm. which if you think about it, there's no reason why they shouldn't be set up on all of them. And like, uh, you could, in theory, use two providers to send emails for that account uh, at the same time. So, yeah, I don't know. It didn't make a lot of sense the way it was built. And uh, now I'm cleaning that up a little bit, um, re-architecting things and stuff like that. And that's, I mean, you know me, that's always stuff I enjoy. <laughs> Refactoring and cleaning up code, that's that's my jam, I guess. Um, so, yeah, determined to, to make get some to progress on this. Yes, not as much because like the functionality stays the same and like uh it's not really it's not really going away, but um the interface like a, like we have a class in there that's called a provider that has a couple of methods that uh, the rest of the system talks to and they use the same interface so um the rest of the system doesn't know which provider it's using. Um, and while the code doesn't really decrease, the interface got a lot smaller. Mm, so instead nice. of six methods, everything was calling. It's, I think it's down to two. No, it's down to three by now. So um, it's not not exactly deleting code, but uh, making the interface smaller and simpler. So same goal, I guess. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So that's the one thing. Um, one cool thing we did with this uh, new provider is um, previously we were sending stuff via HTTP. So emails would be basically rendered into JSON and then sent as an HTTP request to the provider we were using. And it always annoyed me that we were like, for every single request, opening a new TCP connection, doing the HTTP stuff, waiting for the reply, closing the connection, and then a millisecond later for the second message, opening a connection, sending the HTTP stuff, waiting for the response, closing the connection. 
Um, because you're usually sending a lot of messages at one time. Yes. Like when a com campaign goes out, it goes out often to yes. everyone. Exactly. Sometimes we send several thousand of messages in a relatively short amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, and that overhead, I mean, it, it has never really caused problems in that sense, like that it was too slow or stuff like that, or that we got blocked. But it always felt inefficient to me. So with this new provider, um, for one, we we are using their SMTP endpoint, so it's not HTTP anymore. So, but uh, like native uh, email, email messaging protocol, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we also implemented a connection pooling uh, system on top of that. So, uh, instead of like opening and closing the connections, we we open the connection once, uh, or actually open a couple of connections in parallel, and then they get reused every time we send a new message. And um, that feels really nice. <laughs> Just knowing that it's, that it's a lot more efficient and not doing all of this unnecessary handshake stuff anymore. So yeah, that was fun to build. And it feels like one of those things that could become an issue when you're getting even larger lists. True, larger true. Clients. It so it's, it's something that you didn't need in the beginning, but that you we know, still don't now, need, if you're honest, but uh, no. But I feel, but you're closer to being somewhere where this could become an issue, and when you're working on that code, you could fix it. Yes, yes, exactly. It was a good opportunity to. We, we were we were building this new code anyways, and it wasn't that much effort to take that extra step and make a make it use a connection pool. Um, so yeah, that was a fun fun experience. Yeah, um, and then on the front-end side of things, the other reason why I'm determined is our visual workflow builder is making good progress. Um, we aren't out a couple of kinks in the rendering. I just sent a tweet earlier of one of the issues we, we were facing where, for example, conditions suddenly had three branches. At least it looked like they had three branches, so true, false, and something in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, that was the alignment line, wasn't it? It yes, it was definitely the alignment line, um, and in the end, what it boiled down to was a rendering ordering thing. So it wasn't a the, the line didn't belong to the condition, but to two other nodes, totally unrelated, and uh, but it got rendered oh. in the wrong order. So a node at the bottom got connected to a node at the tops and stuff like that. So hmm. it was a there was a line going through the entire thing, basically. <laughs> Anyways, oh, too much a feature, detail. Not a bug. Uh, it 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 took a while to figure this one out. I I hope yeah. we have a solution now, but we've been at the place where we thought we had a solution for a couple of times now. Mm. But uh, yeah, we see. Um, so far, I'm confident, but uh, I've been confident a previous uh, a couple of times times before. <laughs> so <laughs> we see. Anyways. Um, why I'm determined is that the goal for this week is um, to finish up the workflows so that we can create simple workflows in the UI, um, set everything up, like conditions, delays, messages, um, and then publish the workflow and actually run it. So basically the full stack mini version of what we're going to build, uh, we want, it want to have done by the end of the week and it's looking good. and. Um, I'm really excited about it because now that we're at this stage or hopefully soon at this stage, we can 
for one, start improving things and like tweaking and uh, improving the styling, but also adding a lot of more new uh, new features, like in terms of like new functionality that you can do. Because right now, as I said, delays, sending messages, and splits like true false condition checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have a long list of of other things we want to do, and uh, it's finally time that we put, that we can implement them. Given we get the stuff done, but as I said, I'm determined and confident that we. <laughs> you seem like you're at least you're like positive, um, because I feel like I've been working on. Um, I guess I mentioned last time the framer outside integration. And I don't know if it was last time or if it was a little bit after that where I was like, this is never going to work. Like, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just, this is never going to, I'm never going to make it happen. Um, and you just feel like st- stupid and you're like just frustrated and that kind of like, what's it called? The spare, valley of the spare or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were having that set of all hands yesterday and like one of the guys were like saying like he was working on something and he'd been going into it and just feeling like, oh, wow, this is going to be so good. This refactor is just going to solve like these things. And then he was like, I'm now in the <laughs> pit of despair, whatever he said. <laughs> and then we all laughed because it's like you're there so often, I feel, as a developer. And then you kind of, you know, and when you, I think a shift happens when you know that like this is a part of the process yeah you know it you're gonna be there and then not for everything but for a lot of things and then you're gonna slowly like dig your way out and then suddenly it goes like fast again or like it's it it clears up again um but it's just funny like how we all and it feels so real when you're there you're like this it's absolutely never gonna happen (laughs) yeah i should just give up i should never develop anything again (laughs) and then they're like oh so true, so true. <laughs> i feel Easy. like um we we had a, a one-on-one meeting with the leo the front-end developers doing most of the work on the ui side of things mm-hmm. on this um and we were talking a little bit about this we didn't explicitly talk about the pit of despair but um <laughs> we noticed that for this uh for this one um we did an initial experience experiment like Instead of building like a workflow builder type of thing inside our application, we basically, well, it was still sort of in our application, but it wasn't fully integrated. It was like more like a, a prototype slash experiment to, to figure out a couple of things, how we would approach them. Um, and then only afterwards um, try to implement the same thing or the same ideas, but within the constraint of our existing application. Mm-hmm. And in the conversation yesterday, it became very apparent that it, we would have probably been in more of a <laughs> valley of despair or like <laughs> have more problems if we try to do both things at the same time, like mm-hmm. figure out like how this is going to work on an isolated level, plus all the problems that come from integrating with an existing application that would have probably thrown us off way too much and like cost way more issues but by being very deliberate about like learning how to do this in theory and then (laughs) doing this inside the real thing that i think helped a lot to to smooth out the process and um because like he at the beginning before we did the experiment he was like i've got no idea how we're ever going to build this (laughs) and then after the experiment it was like ah okay i think we have an idea and then Sure, we're still running into into uh, small problems here and there, but now it's more a 
it's more manageable because we know that the basics and like the foundations are there and they're working and they're not going away and everything else is just a little bit of like small problems here and there that we have to fix but uh mm. the overall architecture is good enough to just just run with it because mm -hmm. i gotta say looking at what you're building i'm like i have no idea how i would start <laughs> it's not that comp like once you figure no, it out it's not that complicated <laughs> probably but it just it's one of those things where it's like okay i've never tackled anything similar where it's that interactive like i haven't worked i mean people make amazing games like you know you could do amazing things with code but um i haven't done anything that interactive so it would have been yeah a lot of experimentation learning how to or figuring out how to do it in a way that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I, I'd love to just do, do a deep dive into the details how we do it, but I think that's probably out of scope for this one. <laughs> for this one, maybe do a talk. I loved your talk on what was it? Aggregating analytics. Yeah, accounting uh, and uh, reporting and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. So you should do a talk on this one, or maybe Leo can do a talk on this one. Hmm, that's an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to go to EmberConf next year. Maybe we should, instead of like buying him a ticket, maybe we should su submit a, a proposal. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it in a bootstrapped company. Well, I guess you have some funding, but uh, <laughs> yes. yes. But uh, yeah, we don't have a lot of money to spare. Yeah. <laughs> that's still true. No, and I and I also think like what we talked about conferences before, like if he wants to go to EmberJS to get to know and become a part of the community more then being a speaker just gives you, it's like a cheat code. Right, yeah. Hmm. So I'll talk to him about him that. Well. Maybe, or maybe he listens to this episode. I don't actually know. Yeah. But, Leo, um... be a speaker. I promise <laughs> it's so much more fun than being an attendee. Also more stressful, but the... <laughs> but also more fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and you just, yeah, you just get that network and you... It's just totally different than just being um, an attendee. Yes, agreed. It's fun. Yeah, um, yeah. Cool. talking about fun, my last update, and then we talk about your stuff. I've been occupying like most of this episode already. <laughs> it's fine. I'm, I'm just, I am cold and sore, and I don't want to do anything. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> like... While talking about fun, um, Michael Koper of Nusi um, recently challenged me um, to set up my drum kit again. Like I, I used to play the drums when I was a kid, and then, well, literally, we, we talked about this earlier. Um, thirty years ago, or even more than thirty years ago, I had some drum lessons <laughs> when I was six <laughs> or seven, um, and um, had drum lessons for a couple of years, then kind of lost interest until a couple of years later, set up a drum kit again, lost interest. And um, basically since we started building user list, I feel like I didn't really set up the drum kit as well. And recently he started drumming. So he challenged me to set it up. And um, we're doing like a 30 day course on Drumio, which is like online drum lesson stuff. And we're doing this 30-day course and started last Monday. 
and it's so much fun. Like for one, <laughs> getting back to drumming is is fun, and also that course we're doing, um, it's just the right right amount of challenging, but not too challenging to be overwhelmed by it. So every day, like, good, we start. You start looking at the lesson of the day, and you're like, "What's going on? How am I supposed to ever be able to play this?" And then, sure, the course is built in a way where you should, in theory, be able to do it after ten minutes if you're good. For me, it's like more an hour or so. But at the end <laughs> of that hour, I can do it, and it feels really good. <laughs> cool. So, that's a lot of fun. And it's also funny how our brains work because some days I can barely do it by the end of the, the session. And then the next day you come back at it and you just do it. Like it yeah. just works. <laughs> you you kind of yep. memorize it overnight. It's so fun. I think, yeah, I don't know. It's the same when we went back because we weren't where we were at this horse camp that I was on this weekend with, with um, Lillian, the pirate princess, my daughter in in April. So I was there in February, fell off. And then we were both there in April mm -hmm. and she'd been going to a writing school here in Oslo that I wasn't that excited about. And we, we quit. So when we went in April, she was a little like anxious and nervous and she wanted somebody to, um, uh, not carry, hold, hold <laughs> the, like, but hold the horse while you're walking around the arena. Um, that like an adult would do that and we learned very quickly that uh not the parent should do that like another parent <laughs> should. we would like swap kids makes mm -hmm. it um much easier and she did that and i felt like she had a lot of fun she loved being there but then when we came back now and she hasn't had any like writing since like mm -hmm. we've visited a horse like once and she just marched in there and she was like, I know how to do this and just got on the horse, started trotting. And then they even galloped then with somebody holding. But she was just like, you know, this is this is fine. Like, I'm not scared. I'm not nervous. And she didn't leave kind of like that. So something like you said, something has just happened, like time, maturity or just brain. Brains being weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so amazing to watch. And even... Uh, we do this at least twice a week. We jump right? skill, maybe as well. Yeah, but uh, we no, jump. I mean, like her skill had also yes. improved, even though skill she hadn't improves, done anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is um, we're doing yeah. we're doing calls twice a week where like basically do the lesson together and then talk about it a little yeah. bit, and just like trying the lesson and then doing like talking about stuff for 20 minutes and then going back. Like even those 20 minutes. For some reason, I'm a lot better 20 minutes, like after doing nothing for 20 minutes. I don't know, like your brain just in the background, I don't know, memorizes the motions or whatever. And suddenly when you get back into it, it feels like natural, where previously mm -hmm. we we're struggling. That's just fun to watch. It's, uh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. The power of rest. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Which is also why we shouldn't force ourselves to code through, just keep on coding. Like sometimes that's the right thing to do, and sometimes you just need to go for a walk. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, with with the drumming stuff right now, definitely notice if I struggle, try to get it right at least a little bit, and then take a break, come back later, and uh, suddenly it works. <laughs> mm. 
Oh, well, that's really cool. I like, I'm happy you're getting back into fun stuff. Feels like it's, it feels like getting back into a hobby again. I didn't really have anything uh, until just recently. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is a general theme amongst the people I know online, maybe also in my personal life. I'm not sure, but mostly the people online, they're like, in their early 40s, it's like suddenly you're like picking back up, like, I don't know how old. I never remember how old you are, but um, you start like looking, huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> looking, looking back and yeah, what you enjoyed doing when you were younger and like picking up some some hobbies like I done with with um, horseback riding and um, I guess now ballet, which I never did. That is just like a new thing, completely new thing. And on Thursday, I'm bringing my little sister to an extra lesson. She's coming to visit and she danced for like 10 years, like hardcore, like danced a lot. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be like jumping around like a, I don't know, like a buffalo. And <laughs> she's going to be <laughs> gracious and, um, and all of that. But we can do it together anyway, because with ballet, especially you do like these same exercises, um, that even like professionals do to warm up and like keep their skill, I guess. So I think she'll enjoy it, even though it's not like, even though she's not a beginner, she can just do it better than the rest of us. So, yeah. Anyhow, nice. anyhow but and she you can, you can, you, you can show like off years. your, like your cool sister, right? <laughs> yes, I can. I'll be like, look at my sister. She knows how to do this. I don't think she's done it in 15 years either, because I mean, she's reached her thirties and haven't done her, you know, childhood hobbies in a while either. Yeah. But I think there's some like skill that's, that's going to still shine through. <laughs> I don't think you understand the stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, so uh, work-wise or like internet wise, I always go to these horse camps for a weekend and wonder what I do online. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I wrote in my notes that fall is here and I've noticed, I thought back that it seems like I do a lot of like the MVPs or like IDs that come to me are in the fall. So I'm wondering if that is like that relaxing summer or like kind of rest mode. And then when I get back into like routine, like I get these ideas because I talked about mixed pod last week or last time we spoke, um, this idea I have of creating an app that lets you mix podcast episodes into kind of new podcast feeds. Um, like mixtapes and that just came to me like three weeks ago or something and now I'm like I, I like I have to code like it has I have to code it if nobody else like I just need to like at least verify if it's possible um, but so we're trying to get some sponsors and do this as a sponsored build but then I thought back that both POW and Pruner follows are also like fall MVPs uh, <laughs> and now I really want to go back and look at all the other crazy stuff I've done if it's all fall stuff like because then I need to plan for an un <laughs> unknown cool project that will come to me in the fall every year like we'll just sell like sponsored project we don't know what it is the idea is gonna meticulously yeah. like, it will just surface in end of August then Benedicta will have like some idea of what she wants to make um, but that's kind of interesting to just see I don't know what I'm gonna do with that but it was a observation of of my how my brain works i guess isn't there isn't there um, this concept of um that uh, rest 
um, helps with creativity in general. Like, oh, absolutely. you can only be creative if you're well rested and uh, probably even have like some uh, are a little bit bored, I guess. Um, I guess that helps with like creativity. Maybe it's a little yeah. bit of that. I think absolutely that because it's so nice being at the cabin for an extended period of time and I work a lot less, but it's also very much kind of the same. So it's beautiful location, beautiful sunsets, but it's also not like stressful in the terms of a lot of new input because it's somewhere I've been for a long time. So I just like really, I feel like my pulse is just like settling uh, when I'm there. And then you kind of go out of that and you start up the routine of getting back to school. And like, we've done that for a couple of weeks and then we're into that. Like that is moving along like smoothly. And then boom, I get, I'm like, yes, I want to make, <laughs> now I know what I want to make. So there's definitely something, um, something there. And I'll have to go back and look at these other one, all the other weird projects I've started to see when when they when they've shown up i do think i have some notes or some initial commits that i could look at it could be fun um and then more specifically as yeah, so that was queen ray we're working on this mixed pod id so um the idea now is that to do is to do it in all the frameworks um, at the same time <laughs> So depending on if we get sponsors or not, like if we get enough sponsors, then the idea would be to slowly and steadily build it like a tiny feature at a time and then build it in parallel in several frameworks to kind of showcase the similarities or like I want to showcase the web. Like it's all in the end. We're in a browser. We're on the web. And a lot of these like Twitter feuds are just like syntactic sugar annoying wars um also Are you going to do for, it in typescript though <laughs> don't even get me started <laughs> but but and i think so and i also need to to learn more of these frameworks at, le at least surface level for outside support because we're getting a lot more next support requests and i don't really want to learn next but if i can learn it in this this context then it's like part of something a little bit bigger so then we could do uh next gatsby which i do know astro and then maybe 11t or one of these like much but all javascript though i'm not learning a new language right now um <laughs> so we're doing those maybe if we can get enough sponsors to have the time but i think it could be a really cool i've been talking to some people i've been replying to the queen emails and and i think two or three at least were like well at this point i want to learn about the similarities and differences between the framework because a lot of people have learned one as a way to learn how to code web applications but then they're also seeing like okay there are some some like fundam fundamental um pieces of the web that they all build on and knowing which ones are the framework and which ones are the web. Yes, yeah, so I was also thinking about doing one in vanilla JS. So just like nice. Old school. Maybe I should do jQuery. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Just like, it's still st still one of the most used um true. And there's been a like new libraries. release just recently. Yeah. That's a new version. What was your question? Um, uh, wouldn't that idea require some sort of server-side component, though? 
Yes. So all of the, there will be some server side as well, but that will also be in JavaScript. So if you're using Next or Astro or Gatsby, they have their own kind of serverless function right. situation. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then for, I guess, vanilla JS and also Eleventy, I would imagine, would need to use some kind of serverless backend or just right. spin up our own node server. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. But the cool thing here is that for the sponsors, they would then kind of I would be able to showcase how to use that like a certain CMS with all of the technologies like side by right. side, and that could be interesting or like the database show it side by side. Um, yeah, so we're looking to get a CMS sponsor, a database sponsor, error logging, and image, some kind of image thing, and then I would love to have Cloudinary, which we worked with before because they have this like AI audio feature where you can give mm. them an AI audio file and it will like give you interesting snippets. So then we could make like a preview of the whole feed with like 30 seconds from each episode or something. Don't mm. talk to me about copyright right now. <laughs> but <laughs> I no, think no, that no, would I, be won't, I won't. <laughs> uh, I think so. Yeah. So um, kind of a, a some kind of um, tool like that could also mm -hmm. be interesting. I mean, we could use open AI under the hood as well, but uh, but yeah, so we're uh, out there talking to people and like trying to write up some sort of sales pitch slash proposal, nice. and we'll see how it goes because uh, it's going to be time consuming. So we'll need a lot of sponsors. We're like, we need sponsors that are willing to pay. That if sounds not, I'll just... very time consuming, to be honest. <laughs> yes. So, um, but also with Mixpod, like I feel like doing all my sides project, I feel like it can, like the scope can be managed. Like if we mm -hmm. don't get an image or like if Cloudinary doesn't want to join us, join us, then we don't have to use, do that audio snippet preview thing, you know? Right. And if we don't get an error logging sponsor, like we'll just skip error logging for this time <laughs> or like just do it like, you know, yeah. not on stream or <laughs> like yeah. don't spend so much time on it. So um, I think it's like, and then if we get a few, we'll just do maybe two frameworks instead of five. You know, it's mm -hmm. we can we can size this in many different ways. Um, so we'll see. And if not, maybe we'll do it in the spring. Even though the idea is now, I'll probably make an MVP this fall anyway. I just won't mm -hmm. tell anyone, and then yes. redo it in the spring. <laughs> Sounds like a good I, idea. Yeah, I ha it's got it. I don't know. It's just like I. I'm so frustrated. I want to code it. I just yeah, <laughs> yes. the time. I just uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I need to get paid. Um, but yes, so I am uh, working on that, and then for Outsetta, we're working on that framer component. Hopefully, get that done soon, because then I'll have to go into more documentation mode and um, ex and doing better documentation around using Outsera for the more code-heavy users, the ones that, you know, have a backend themselves or authentication system themselves and, like, showcasing how those integration can work. Some of them are fairly simple. Uh, like, some in, some paths are fairly easy. They just need to be documented. Um, I managed to get to trade a... or resign. I managed to get an Outsera token and decode it and verify it and then re-sign it with a Superbase token. Oh, no, a mm. Superbase key so that you can actually then use row-level security and all those nice things in Superbase. And it's 
it's not like when you first figure out the steps, it's it's not a lot of code and it's it's fairly straightforward, but it's something that needs to be documented and not something we can expect everyone to just mm-hmm. yes. figure out on their own. Um, and then also for Outseta, we're working on these like fake businesses. So for this case, for instance, it would be fun to make our family factors, which is a family to do app. Uh, we could do that in Outseta and Superbase and maybe then next or something if i have to learn next (laughs) 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 reluctantly learning um next so yeah i guess that's it yeah and we were talking a little bit before um before we we turn on recording because we were sitting here in this recording system with all the new features and how they're kind of just jammed into into the product and we love all the new features but seems like they've been like pushing features and doing more like first you can only live stream but now you can do recordings and you can do webinars and this is StreamYard we're using highly recommend um and i was saying yeah similarly to Atsera, we've just been or they've been adding features and adding features and adding features and now we're seeing that you know some things maybe uh, are not where they should be and then you were like yes <laughs> same thing <laughs> with userless <laughs> Yeah. Um, and we're pulling one part out now, which is kind of like a brand center because we have, uh, you can do email email forms like sign up forms and lead capture forms and sign in, login, and profile embeds that we have. And you design them in different places. Mm-hmm. So we're pulling that into like a brand center where you can set up brand for, and styling for all of all of your kind of et cetera. Uh, styled stuff um but then we're like then we're removing it from this place everybody that is already using us is expecting it so we'll need to have some sort of like link you know to the to the brand center and when you what you were saying that maybe depending on the situation sometimes it's not worth all the development hours to like move features around and like doing that cleanup and i've noticed as i'm getting older that sometimes if I've learned where something is, like you can maybe, um, you can like fix that and make it better. And I am annoyed. (laughs) My gray hair do not like you improving your interface if I have finally learned the interface. So it's not only, yeah, it's not only kind of the time spent for user list or outside. It's also the users who are used to maybe something bad. Or like not as <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when you're used to it and now how know where it is, and suddenly it's in a different place where it makes a lot more sense. But yeah, you have to relearn it, which is annoying, I guess. Yeah. And I feel especially for what like someone who would consider themselves more of a power user, like they've spent time kind of mm-hmm. learning all the like they pride themselves in knowing this weird setting three levels weird settings in your tool (laughs) yeah and they're like you know and then suddenly you make it easier and like all that time they've spent really digging nothing (laughs) is there nothing (laughs) but yeah those are and i feel like these are issues that you'll only kind of you have to been around for a while to get to have these kind of problems yeah, yeah, true. And and it's easy starting out being like, well, you know, my new tool is going to be perfect. 
For sure, for sure. Um, I had a similar thought sometime this week where um, previously before running UserList, I was looking at other tools and sometimes you notice like, uh, I don't know, like this is kind of awkward. It would be so much better if they did it like this or that or whatever. Mm -hmm. And now with situations flipped, I sometimes see parts of the application where I'm like, yeah, we should probably improve this. But then I look at my to-do list of other stuff like that we need to tackle. And usually there's a lot of more stuff that's way more important. And yes, it's not perfect and it's not super nice and super clean and whatever, but it somewhat works. And there's a million other things we should rather be focusing on. So I have a new appreciation for like small kinks and weirdnesses like that because, um, yeah, sometimes it's just good enough and uh, you have to tackle the more important stuff. <laughs> Do you feel like you have more empathy when you're using other people's tools as well? Uh, yes and no. Um like for small annoyances like like that, yes, probably I have more empathy. But like stuff that's just inconsistent across the board or that feels like a bigger problem, I get more annoyed, I feel like. Because <laughs> I'm like, we spent so much time on this to get this right. Why can't you just take a little <laughs> bit of care and, uh, and just fix this, right? So especially if it's been stuff that, we've been dealt we have dealt with in the past because it's it was as bad or we could you yeah, you took the time and like yeah, this yeah. tool is not taking the time to do it yeah like way. why didn't you take the time uh to mm. to mm. to build this properly <laughs> <laughs> I, okay yeah i don't know i don't know where where i'm where i'm at i usually get very annoyed it should, I'm like, it should be where I expect it to be. Yes, of, of course. <laughs> but I try to, like, but I've always been friendly in, like, support requests. Like, there yes. I've always feel like I've had empathy. If it hasn't been, like, if it's not, like, a large corporation who's, like, you know, losing my data or like, something <laughs> yeah, that they yeah. shouldn't do. But, um, but yeah, that's interesting. It's interesting to see. It will be fun to see. Um, I mean, it's only under the the, uh, the the brand center or the brand settings or whatever we were, we're going to call it, still in the design phase. But it looks very nice in James's sketches. Like I would love to see that roll out. And it's also in regards to getting a lot of support requests on that. And like, so it's not just like, oh, that would be nice, like, or that's how it yeah. should be. It's like, well, this might, you know, we, we can then. Hopefully, we'll get less of those requests. Um, For sure, yeah. And Sometimes that will free up time. Yeah, like if it, if there's something that comes up in customer support a lot, then it's definitely worth spending the time on it and and improving it because ultimately that's also time you have to spend by just helping and answering the same question over and over and over and over again. Sometimes it's easier to just fix it, right? <laughs> <laughs> But if like nobody has complained that something is on in the wrong, like a button is in the wrong location, then it's like, probably not a know, problem. Yeah, it's not a big problem. Like they learn and they're fine. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's it. I'm gonna go and get the fire going on my fireplace, which I now have to remember to do every morning because I didn't today. And by 
it's three o'clock. I was an icicle. And <laughs> then we were going to record. So I'm still an icicle. And I'm going to go melt. <laughs> nice. Yeah. For those uh, listening, uh, you missed out on uh, Benedicta wrapped in a blanket for the entire recording. <laughs> it's not just a blanket. It's my duvet. <laughs> oh. It looks flowery very, duvet. very flowery and colorful. So yes, that's nice. Always, always. See you around well, the interwebs. Yes. See you around. And uh, oh, one more thing. Oh. I won't be around for the next recording because I will be at MicroConf. Um, I think you should do MicroConf um, podcast. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> not sure. <laughs> um, I appreciate the thought, but I'm. I tried that in the past, and it's always a little bit awkward and you have to squeeze it in because you're so occupied with other stuff um but yeah maybe so i need to find a sub or you find a sub yes we'll see okay <laughs> maybe well maybe bring on jane because unfortunately she's not coming to microcon so she's got some free time oh no <laughs> well enjoy i'm a little jealous Thank I'll you. Yes, I'm looking year. forward to it. Um, you will be there next year. Promise. I, don't know. I hopefully. <laughs> I ho hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. We we'll see. see. Okay, fair enough. Uh, if any of you listeners are at a conference, please come over and say hi. I have. He's new not as scary as he looks. Yes, I'm not as scary as I look, and I've got new better than imperfect stickers. I should Ooh. have the slow and steady stickers somewhere, but I'm not entirely sure where I put them. So if, I've, if I'm able to still find them, I'll bring them. Otherwise, they will just be better than imperfect stickers. Oh, no, because there was a glitter sale, glitter sticker sale from from Sticker Mule. That, that there was, was a sale? Until, there was a sale until last night or like two what? days ago. You could have gotten slow and steady glitter stickers. I got these, uh, the better than imperfect glittery stickers. Oh, but you Did didn't I get them on them? the sale? No, I ordered them two weeks ago. There wasn't oh. a sale back then. Oh, too bad. I just got it. Too bad. <laughs> We're never going to end this episode Whatever. if we keep no, talking like this. No, probably not. So, Anyways. You know, you can edit out large parts of this ending and then we can do I'll it. Just, I'll just keep it. It's fine. <laughs> well... 